Hello, my friends, and thank you for listening. This is Tuesday, and I want to take just a brief moment to thank you personally for tuning in to hear this daily devotional podcast. When I started it, this is our fourth week now, the intent was to be a help to the people at Mountain View Baptist Church, where I pastor, and most of the downloads have come from the Hendersonville area. This is our fourth week, and since we've started, we've received well over 1,200 downloads and daily downloads increasing every day, and about 75% of those downloads are in our Hendersonville area, the rest mostly concentrated across the southeast of the United States, of course, North Carolina, many in South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, Kentucky, Alabama, Texas, Georgia, a few out of the country. And I just want to thank you for tuning in because the goal of this is to just help us focus our hearts and minds on the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God throughout the week. There are many days and many distractions between the Sunday night service and the Wednesday night service, and then the Wednesday night service, and then the Sunday morning service. And so to daily just supplement our devotional time with the Lord, our daily Bible reading and prayer, just to get us started, or maybe throughout the day, if you have a moment on your break or in the evening driving home or something, just to focus on the Word. Anything we can do to help us with that is a blessing, and I know that's your desire as well, which is why you are tuning in in your busy life. And if you have your Bible, if you're at home or or not, we're in Psalm chapter number four, if you would like to follow along, and you can do so safely from where you're at, you're not driving or anything. Psalm four, the heading says this, to the chief musician at Neganoth, a Psalm of David. To the chief musician just means that it was meant to be delivered to the song leader, the minister of music, the choir director, the congregational song leader. It was meant to be taught to the people. Um, on Neganoth just means that it was meant to be accompanied with stringed instruments. So I know that this was beautiful when it was sung. I wished I could have heard it. Maybe one day we will, but we can read it right here, right now. The Bible says, Psalm 4, hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after leasing Selah? Leasing is like lies or deceit. Verse 3, But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear me when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. The previous psalm, Psalm 3, is a morning psalm because he says he, he lays down, he slept, and then he awakes because the Lord sustained him. And if Psalm 3 is a morning psalm, this psalm, Psalm 4, is an evening psalm. Verse number 4 says he is on his bed. The last verse, verse number 8, says that he was determined to lay down and sleep and trusting his safety to the Lord. 
And I know that sometimes at the end of the day, when the distractions are over and everything's quiet and you lie down, sometimes your body can be tired, but your mind can be racing. You're so tired and you know you need to sleep and you're looking at the clock, seeing that the hours available to sleep till you need to be where you need to be in the morning are getting fewer and fewer and you just can't get to sleep. Maybe you're suffering from insomnia. You go out there, maybe get a little bit of food and you still can't sleep. You watch a little TV, you still can't sleep. Read a book, you still can't get to sleep. Well, David was troubled. He was troubled and he was having trouble getting his mind to calm down and getting to sleep. And here's what he did. And here's what I would suggest to you based on this psalm. I have here uh, three little points I jotted down. Number one, firstly, if you're having trouble at night, if you're troubled in your spirit in the evening, first, repent of any sin. Repent of any sin. In verse two, it says, O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? And I said that that leasing means lies or deceit. David was having trouble because people were lying about him. They were lying against him. They were saying things about him that were not true. And what I would say to you is if you're experiencing trouble from people, first make sure that it's, it's, it's lies. It's not true. Because if people are saying things about you that are true, as in, as in you've got sin in your life, go ahead and repent of that sin. If you feel guilty at night, if you feel guilty throughout the day because of some sin, praise God for that conviction of sin. Some people continue in their sin so long they don't feel bad about it anymore. If you don't feel conviction anymore and you're never stirred or touched concerning your sin when you hear a Bible sermon, you're in an extremely dangerous position. It's good to be sensitive enough to the Lord, not so hardened by sin, so as to still feel the pang of sin's guilt. And so make sure, first of all, that that it is a lie that's being said against you. But if you do have sin in your life, go ahead and repent of that. Verse three says, but know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. When you go to, to, to the Lord in prayer, very early on in that prayer, there must be a true confession of sin. Your prayers will be hindered, Christian, if you are living in sin. You're mocking God, whether you mean to or not, if you go to God with unconfessed sin. Someone goes to God with their health problems, with their money problems, with their work problems, with their family problems, and God says, let's deal with the real problem first, your sin. But when you confess and forsake those sins, then you're immediately ready to continue on in sweet fellowship. You've gotten rid of that which was between your soul and the savior. Verse number four says, stand in all and sin not commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still Selah commune with your own heart means to examine yourself. When the night is still and you climb into bed and everything is quiet, God can bring things to your mind that you need to deal with. But your own worries and cares can flood your mind as well. The end of that verse says, be still. Be still is to be unworried. It's to not be filled with anxiety. 
So first of all, if you're having trouble in the evening, you have a troubled spirit when everything is quiet, first repent of any sin. Make sure that there's nothing between your soul and the Savior. Then, if you still have anxiety or even guilt, leave it at the foot of the Savior. Give whatever anxiety you have left, any lingering guilt from confessed sin, confessed sin, repented of sin, give it over to God and leave it there. Verse number five says, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. By faith, whatever's going on, whatever it was, uh, maybe your own sin committed that day that you've repented of or distress coming upon you unjustly, or if you have uncertainty about your future, whatever it is, you give it to God and then you leave it there. You give it to God and then you basically uh, walk away in your mind. Put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Verse six, there be many that say, who will show us any good? Some people are professional complainers, critics, grumblers, skeptics, and there's many of them saying, who will show us any good? Can't you just hear it? (laughs) But the rest of the verse says, Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. If you're one of those people who are professional grumpy pants, when you look at the face of Jesus, it chases that spirit away. You can be still in your spirit. Verse seven, thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. My friend, receive the gladness that only Jesus can bring. That verse is saying that the gladness that you receive from Jesus is so much more than the gladness that any wealth can bring, that corn and wine, that, that's talking about wealth or prosperity or increase. And even the richest person alive, even if you were given the greatest amount of money you could think of, you were granted everything on your wish list. Nothing, nothing can be compared to the gladness that Jesus can bring. The gladness that Jesus brings, more than anything, the Lord satisfies our soul. And then what's it say? Verse number eight, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. So once you make sure that your heart is right with God and, and uh, everything is, is okay, you have sin all confessed, then any anxiety you have left, you give that over to the Lord. Any guilt you have left, you give it to the Lord, knowing that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins and the Lord will take care of us. Then verse eight, I'll lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. The last step there is to go to sleep, is to walk away from it. Whatever is bothering you, understand that thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You can work it out all yourself and you can make sure all the plans are put in place just so but you still could have some anxiety and what is left? What could be the cause? It's a lack of faith. It's a lack of understanding that safety only comes from the Lord. You can work it all out yourself, but understand that it's up to the grace of God to make it happen, to bring you safely through the night, to heal your loved one, to work out that complicated situation that you're dealing with. It's up to the Lord. And so when you put it in the Lord's hands, it's in pretty good hands and you can walk away. Lord, thank you for this psalm. I pray that you would help us, Lord, not to be troubled in our spirit, but to give it to you 
and to trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.